Hello and welcome to Black Mirror Cracked, the podcast for all your Black Mirror needs. My name's Sachandrika and I'll be your host. Today we'll be talking about the season three episode, Shut Up and Dance. Joining me are two of my colleagues who say that this episode is their favourite. Joanne Malney. And what do you do? I'm Deputy Audience Growth Editor and Netflix Not Chill Extraordinaire. You're not chill about Netflix. Yeah, that's that's what I was going for. That's what we want. And in front of me I have Kyle O'Sullivan, um, TV reporter, um, sort of soap expert, Love Island expert, um, Jeremy Kyle expert, just all the big shows. And are you a Black Mirror expert? I would like to think so. I mean, we're going to find out today. He's a man of many notes. You have notes yourself. Notes are a good thing. Well, it's, it's very similar to Shut Up and Dance because there it's like yeah. it's, it's a young boy and you're like it, that's not what you think of as a paedophile mm. and you and it just sort of you look at all the, the people he works perception. with are quite like bit and you think oh and it, the, the fact that he's a paedophile it, it, yeah you it, that blows your mind as well you're like I just would not envision that and you can't match the crime to him because you don't actually see it Kyle when I said um, I was talking about the podcast and asked you to be on it and you said Shut Up and Dance that's that's the episode why what's it why does it excite you and interest you? I just, it is my favourite episode. It's just, it's the, the twist is, there's a, there's a couple of episodes that got twists, but this one is just so shocking and so brutal. And the, the combination of the music and what you're seeing on screen, it's just this dramatic climax. And it just, for me, it just came out of nowhere. I didn't, that looking back, you're like, there's actually clues. But at the time, you're like, this is horrendous. And actually, it's another one that on second viewing, it's, it's even worse because you you start seeing these little things you see him um handing the little girl the toy um you see him uh the, the, his boss asks him oh did you color in that picture because he's looking at the little children's coloring book um he's watch he's in he's watching sort of like mtv or something with his sister and they're sort of like sexy dancing on the and and you are oh, really horrible taste in your mouth um but as i say it's it it gets yeah it gets better not better worse and worse the more the more times you watch it and the deeper you look into it um and you just came out just classic brooker came out of nowhere i feel so do we feel less sympathy for kenny once we rewatch but more sympathy for victoria skillane when we rewatch white bear uh with kenny though see this is my favorite episode too but when i when i've gone back to it i've had a different reaction to it it doesn't take it away take away from it being my favorite but i was thinking there's kind of like a double twist thing like a revelation reveal so you know when they're in the woods and he's like did you look at um child pornography too is that your reason and then i'm like oh it is because i think i would started to realize a little bit earlier i was talking to my brother about it and i was like there's this unsettled feeling not at the beginning because when i look back the beginning when the like intro bit when he's talking to the girl and that made me feel sick when i went back and i'm like oh god because that's a perfect setting to um you know prey on children but when you skip back to the the woods and then he says that to him I was like no I was right this is this is bad and then the weird twist after that when obviously then his mum calls and says like they're saying you've looked at child porn and he gets that kind of weird justice obviously people at the time were like is that a good payoff because it's like a double reveal moment as in like he See, thinks I... he's, he thinks he's achieved what he thought he could to cover it up but he can't escape it See. which in my, I thought that was like a good ending because you get you know that that can't stay hidden 
So it's actually a semi-positive thing for Black Mirror. I was like, oh, actually, there is some kind of punishment for that. Because it normally stays hidden. So you're obviously smart. I, I didn't... When <laughs> when when he said... So he comes... When he's having the fight with the other paedophile, mm. it, and he goes, um, how young were they? I don't think it re- actually hit me uh, exactly it what it was. It went straight over my head. So it's... So you it was like a mind. big, yeah, exactly. <laughs> I was sort of thinking, oh, what's he? I didn't really. I was sort of more focused on, oh, they're gonna have a fight. I was, I wasn't looking at the the levels of it. But you then Kenny's gonna die. No, that's look, the, Kenny looks like no, a child, yeah. and that's fantastic casting. Yeah. He looks chi- very childlike, gentle. Again, that thing of could he ever harm anyone? You think he's gonna get killed? The fact that he survives, you're like that for me. Oh, it's, I watched a preview. I couldn't talk about it with anyone for ages, and this went over my head that he was actually a paedophile all the way I, it was only when it sort of came out I did not get it for my first review at all and I'm I'm usually quite a gullible viewer just sitting there not getting stuff like I never click and um, yeah I, I it took a second viewing and because you think oh he's been caught masturbating on camera and he's kind of a teenager so he will go to quite great lengths to stop it being found out but actually I do think that was the thing the whole way through you're thinking yeah is it I mean he's he's doing worse crimes than what he was I mean obviously once you see the twist it's not but initially you're thinking yeah he's just been caught masturbating on camera is it that bad why is he why is he going to these extreme you do need the payoff in it I think that's part of the thing when I when I say like oh it's my favourite people are like it's not even the best of that season it's because I think it depends how you're watching an episode of Black Mirror like I don't think I need a payoff I think something similar was um, Crocodile. Yeah. And people kept like so disparate in terms of when I was talking to people and whether they liked it or not. And I actually liked that. That was one of my favourites of the last season. Pretty because, for similar reasons, as in when the kid's in the cot and then you're like, well, this is pretty bad. And then it gets so much worse with the hamster and guinea pig, whatever it is, seeing it. And then you're like, oh, wow, this is this double sucker punch. And for me, Sharp and Dance is this double kind of thing. As in, the, there was those two points. The, for me, it was the woods. And then him getting caught at the end. I think as well, like, it's also one way that, like, you can watch any episode and watch back and see other things. But in this case, like, White Bear and ones like that, if I can go back and go, should I have realised this? It's actually, like, a very valuable experience because one of the fears, like, um, I don't have kids, but um, I have, my cousins have, a lot of kids and I look after them and, and it's I think it's something once you start looking after kids quite regularly and start seeing how that's a fear <laughs> like if they're not holding your hand where the hell have they gone or even with my brother who was like a whippet off all the time you start to realise wait I'm responsible for your, like a, a child and it's a fear you have and it just does not go well, I away I think Charlie Brooke had that realisation having had two kids because he talks about them and I think there's a move towards parenting I think mm. it's really interesting Crocodile that um Mia is is a mother and the reason I think part of the reason she does the crimes you can really psychologically see because their memories have recorded her doing it so to stop herself from facing justice but also it's to save her nine-year-old son from knowing so I think children do change change game completely and what is a masterstroke is that Kenny looks childlike particularly next to Homer um played by one of Robson and Jerome. Jerome. I feel Jerome. 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 Yeah. He looks Bob, like his dad Bob's, in the car. Robson's fishing, eh? <laughs> <laughs> Robson is not guilty in this yeah. instance. But that looks like his dad in the car. And that's a really weird alliance when they have to go and rob a bank. 
So the crimes in that also look like not even just the robbing the bank one. When you realise that his is about having an affair, and I was like, ugh, dirt, dirt bag, because <laughs> I'm like, not, yeah, no t- zero tolerance on this, like gone. I immediately see at that point I hadn't quite realised about Kenny. So I was like, okay, he's masturbating camera. This is totally unfair. And also because yes, he does look so young and weak. But like, why is he in the car with a guy that's just like... And also, why is someone so invested in like catching people out on these kind of crimes? Well, that, that's Low-level the thing, crime. Because, but even with the twist, you're, yeah, you're going, why have they targeted him? While, whilst it's absolutely abhorrent, it's disgusting. It's like a moral crime, he's, that's But he's like, he's doing it within the confines of his bedroom. Should you not target the people that are filming this like child porn um oh, see, the that are promoting part was it something i only really thought about afterwards so I'm, at the time i was so focused on him and the weird play out of it that when i have gone back and watched it i've gone wait a sec there was this whole hacking thing going on which actually makes that, sense that's the how the police trace the crimes they go to the mm. person watching it first and then trace it back to forums and and find the digital trail but we're talking about vigilantism isn't that what all, most all superheroes are yeah. That could be Batman Superman on the other end of Superman the webcam. <laughs> that would be Alfred. It's vigilantism. It's people dispensing their own form of justice. Unless it, mm. it is a government agency hacking his webcam and trying to uncover a paedophile ring. doesn't feel like it. It, it no. was a disjointed for that. Yeah. I mean, because then they're making them do other crimes. Yeah. Yes, it's, exactly. And, it's, and like, as well, it's, it's more of this, like white bear it's humiliating crime so he's being so he wets himself when he goes to the bank and he's and he's shaking and you can see that the the bank staff sort of recognize he looks young he he doesn't something's not right he's not your classic criminal um and it's all a bit odd yeah um you've taken what's happening in white bear and taken it out to the public so is it fair that the public having to deal with the effects of what they're being told to do so it can't be a crime prevention agency making them do this so then it must be a vigilante and some of our superheroes most of them are vigilantes i think it's also like moral compass though so i literally this morning i I was at the dc exhibit that's just opened in the o2 um and this is like an element of it because they're saying like superman isn't um and he's supposed to be this moral compass and there's like an absolute right and once you take him down off that ruins him as a superhero with Batman, the whole point of him was, well, originally he wasn't vigilante. He was like he was the same compass and moral compass. And then um, Frank Miller took him on and made him darker, and made it about revenge, about his parents being killed. Yeah, there's a backstory which makes him 100 percent darker. Yeah, but exactly. But then we, but then this is what why we were like actually this is quite interesting in its sense because to move on and update a superhero story, which happens against all comics, is like with Batman it wasn't so much like, oh, I'm doing this revenge. It's like, I need to protect people against this. That's true, When you yes, flip yes. this, yeah, and you flip it and you go, wait a second, this is about catching that guy that shot my parents. Really, it's about that at its core and I want to make these people pay. It's darker. There's this whole vibe about it. It's just, it's it's the complete opposite of the Superman concept. And with the um, with the vigilante kind of idea in um, Shut Up and Dance, you don't know that. You don't know the motive. But there is that torture and dark element to it because it's like, why would you escalate it and keep teasing and teasing when you know? Because once I came away from it, I was like, he, they were always going to drop um, Kenny in the minute. That was always going to happen. It's like this escalation for no purpose other than to make him suffer and drag it out. So like when he wets himself, I felt terrible for him because I was like, oh, this is horrific because that's like the next level humiliation. And it's in front of people. You can't escape that. 
the worst bit of all is they must keep a spark of hope in Kenny that he is going to get away with this and I mean another another arena in which humiliation might lead to something is reality TV is Love Island that people end go goal. onto that and end goal it's like yeah. something you're going to achieve at the end or even with you could argue I don't know Carl would agree with Love Island or Cedric Brother that the, it's never quite the payoff like there's this promise of stardom and celebrity at the end and you're going to win this money and it never ends up that way but that's what they're all striving towards this kind of false kind of idea of celebrity and like you said with Kenny I was like this is so it's like next level torture because but you, he has you, no hope really no but you're right with the hope because it's, if, if you immediately put him in that forest and went fight that man he, he wouldn't do it because it gradually first of all it's like just go and drop that package off and it yeah. builds and, and you can link it to these shows because it's all no one is going to go in and you're not gonna have sex on TV on the first night, but if you have kissing and then it and it progresses, like so you, you take a girl yeah. out first, Scar. Oh, and, yeah. and the feedback yeah. you're getting from producers, people are seeing you as an it couple. They're like, oh, this could you might like him or her or not, but it might get me somewhere. Would you aligning a producer to a vigilante in this uh, metaphor here? It's like the vigilante producers. I'm not sure uh, where we're going, on. but I'm liking this like, metaphor. Yeah. Like, this it is seems, a whole it seems to be show. taking in also what I really like to have is like your your area of expertise, which I quite like. So it's, it has for me there is a Batman element, but it's 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 how the Joker was made, I guess. And then in terms of yeah, Kenny has hope. That's why he agrees, and that's why everyone involved in this sorry tale homer the lady at the start um who had sent racist emails yeah um they all hope they're gonna that was my punishment and this will end it it's and also like the clan, clandestine nature of things though because it's like you said he's in his room doing that he sh- you see him shut the door he's like still freaking out even though he's it's washing in his, his hands room. he smells his, he yeah. makes sure that there's no evidence of the crime so he thinks it's gone and it's, it's in the secret like it's in um like a, a separate room when he's trying to have an, an affair on a cheat on his wife and all these things are in secret it's things we can't see it's behind closed doors we would never know it and it's only it's two separate things one is the hacking part like these hackers and the fear around hacking which maybe has gone away a little bit now since that season but i remember it being more prevalent at the time because you have like anonymous you have people like this that you're like whoa how much information can well, these people get you keep yeah. tape on their webcam yeah. in this office yeah. yeah i don't i clearly don't care but well, i know what is it the guardian now give them out the little yeah. shutters actually yeah. netflix sent me i think probably on the back of me doing this podcast sent me a hoodie and a thing that you can put over the webcams I don't know what they've they've been hacking into my webcam yeah. it's like yeah. we can see allegedly um, <laughs> how have you been watching on Netflix like, so where are you watching it they just want to With see what I'm up to in the <laughs> sound booth nothing nothing too yeah, crazy nothing bad. but yeah there's this hacking part to it where you're like well I've got this fear that even what I do in secret can be seen and you don't have to be doing anything bad like we're saying it's just that you, there is that fear that wait how much does people? How much people can people see? How much do they know? So it's technology we have today. Is that the scariest that, bit that of is, all? It, I feel that this is the most contemporary episode of them all. I mean, it's national anthem is similar, but then you like would a royal get kidnapped? Hard. This one is. It's literally like it could happen. Like there's no future technological element. Could be in happening it. right now in the laptop, yeah. and no, it can exactly. be anything. Like I was yeah. saying, like the the mole kind of compass, withstanding. Like obviously, Kenny's a pedophile, bad. But we were saying like people would have differing opinions on someone cheating on someone, and the kind of punishment or the extent he gets roped into it because that's seen as something bad. 
I've discussed it with people where they've gone, well, that's completely unfair. And I was like, mm, well, it well, was cheating. Yeah, and like with the the, the, the racist email bit, yeah. obviously you see what she says and it is racist, but they're good. Some people might think one thing's racist and not. And it's, but I think that the what they make the people do is very cleverly matched up to what they've done to not push people too far so that they will do it. And she's sort of, so, so whereas you've got Kenny going in to fight in the woods, whereas it's like we've chosen the two paedophiles because they're going to fight to the death. Whereas someone else, he is he going to kill someone to defend the fact that he's cheating his wife? Maybe not. Yeah, it kind of matches the crime. But then you're going back to like this white bear concept of an eye for an eye and this karmic kind of, wait, if I do this, it matches my crime and oh, then I'm free. Makes you wonder if there's someone undercover because they know so much about these people. And we've had stories in the last couple of years of people going undercover with Greenpeace who had relationships and children. That's when they women. go deep. Yeah. Then you're like, you've so invested in this. But he, he, there's bits in it. So you see, when they're walking out of the hotel, he sort of looks at a boy. Yeah. He's got his phone out, and he's is he one of the ones? Yeah. Um, You've got the um, paranoia. Yeah. When he's outside the bank, he's the car's gone. He's like, I drove because I saw a man looking at me dodgily, and he's sort of yeah. What? Who's? You don't know who's perpetrating this. Who's making them do it? Um, And then you don't. You've got the drone at the end. You're like, is this being broadcast somewhere? Are people watching this? it's, it's it's a hard yeah you don't know how big scale this is because white bear is in a park but this is out in the real world that anyone could be oh now carl's made accessory. it made me go as if like it's you know like um guys this is an intervention like jim i'm Carey. aware of your crimes <laughs> yeah I'm like it's like jim, jim carrey and um, scenario like a truman show when yeah. like you think it's a real world but maybe it wasn't and he's been watched and like this whole game's played out because there are there's always little ticks where you're like okay when you watch something Wait, is that person doing so? But is that your paranoia, Carl? What have you done? What have I done? I don't know. What have you done? I'm just not going to download download any. Um, I was like, where are you going with this? <laughs> <laughs> He's watched more Love Island than any one human can stand. I think that is pretty worthy of you know, I'm a, being I'm punished. A, I'm an award-winning Love Island journalist <laughs> in the mirror. Um, <laughs> yeah. And that is the crime for which he is here today. <laughs> what um what what comes to your mind when you're asked why it's your favourite? Because I imagine people ask. Yeah, some of my favourites are really obvious ones. I like hang the DJ. I really like the entire history of you. I like Be Right Back. They're, they're the obvious ones. Yours is the not obvious one. What are people's reactions and what, what comes to mind when you're trying to explain it? I think it's, it is the, it's the, the twist and your... You, the music. Yeah, yeah I said the music whole music. And, and, the, and, and then you've got the... Like, he looks at his phone and the, the phone battery is almost dead and you're like that's him inside like he's mentally and physically drained he's like not got and, anywhere to go yeah well. even his mum ringing i was like oh jeez. and uh, yeah it's just i mean i say it's a it's a hard one to to explain but it, it yeah where the other suit we go this technological thing's going on but i think it's yeah it's just perfect black mirror with this just amazing twist i think it's actually the the fact that i had to then think about it more to know that the hacking is a technological part because it's not overt and in a, one way that's like i don't even know this is where, where they were going with it but in one sense that kind of perfectly mirrored the whole thing of the secrecy and the hacking and not knowing if someone's watching you because i didn't clock it originally and then i was like oh wait that's hacking this well, is the part to it privacy and watching if not what someone's doing but through their eyes is in archangel mm. it's in the entire history of you it's in men against fire They've just moved the technology further along and into someone's eyes or into someone's so, brain. I mean, it's so far ahead that then I'm like, it's really obvious to me. Yeah. Whereas, like, I think um, you were saying earlier about the contemporary nature of it, it's more relatable to me because I'm like, wait, this yeah. is where we are now. And 
that could happen. Does it make more of a detective out of the audience than other Black Mirror episodes, maybe? Because you have to go back and piece things together very carefully. In, in second viewing, because I think, like yeah. you were saying, yeah. what I kind of liked is I normally would like something where I'm like, I'm trying to work it out. But I think this is the problem when I've watched like loads of Black Mirror, because then you start going, I'm trying to work out if something's gone wrong. Whereas what I actually liked is I'd had a break from um, Black Mirror, and that was actually one of the first ones I picked. I think maybe it was the second one I watched from that series. So I wasn't in that mentality. So you're kind of a little bit passively watching it. And I was like watching the beginning bit with the kid, which then when I realized what had happened, I went, I just watched that like, oh, wow, he's any good with a child. He's yes, really he's sweet. sweet. Yeah. 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 And then you go, oh, my gosh, yeah. that's not OK. And you put yourself in that scenario going, wait a second. So if someone's talking to a child that I'm with, does that make me immediately suspicious going, why are you talking to this kid that I'm with? Like, are does you it, dodgy? Are you, like, are you just doing this with an, an ulterior motive? Or does it, it question our abilities, or does it question our abilities to read people? And that's why it's, it's stuck with you. Yeah, completely. Yeah, because as I said, you're, he's the last person, well, not uh, one of the last people you expect to be a, a paedophile, and you and you've got in that when he goes to work, you've got those sort of boisterous lads that come out when he's sat outside and they're they're looking at something they can't, and you think that that they're more likely to be watching that than him. And you sort yeah, say he's sort of getting bullied at work, his sister's sort of walking all over him. Um, you 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 just gradually build up more and more sympathy for him, and you and you feel. Because I say, back of my mind the whole way through, it's nagging. I'm thinking, why? Why is he so determined not to get this out? And you're thinking, it might be it makes you feel more sympathy because you feel he's so sort of self conscious and paranoid. But then it, yeah, it all makes sense. It's a bit like Robert Daly in U.S.S. Callister. That up to a point we are like, yeah, they're so mean to him, they're so cruel to him. I'm and saying, then I didn't feel that about him. No, he annoyed me from the beginning. Oh, he was. <laughs> I was weird. like, but that's yeah. what I mean because he's his is his is like more of a weird. This is. A bit of a bugbear of mine in that if someone's a geek, they are portrayed a bit like that, and that's why I was like, hmm, he's going down the geek nerdy route, and it's like rise of the nerds, and he, you know, wants to fight. It felt back like a stereotype against... a bit to you. Yeah. Did you kind of feel sympathy when you first saw how people treated him? Yeah, yeah, anything? completely. And then, and I mean, I, I as well, I like obviously listen to the the podcast stuff. I struggle more with, with when you've got the um the cookies. Yeah. having sympathy with them rather than the, I'm sort of much more human side and the cookie's a cookie and it's I when, when I hear you talking the other book you sort of that says equal life as a human and I'm like I'm, I'm more so on your sure. side and Ryan kind of Ryan yeah. Brown in the in that podcast kind of persuaded me more to his <laughs> side and I think people are one side or the other to begin with aren't they but with with Kenny though like you were saying I think it's more the fact that he's just a normal kid um he he's pretty much a kid, which is a whole nother element to yeah. paedophilia. Because you're like, you think of, you see pictures, and it's like stories about paedophiles. Like people want to read them, and they do well, which sounds so anti the whole idea. But it's born around this kind of fear, and also that it fulfills an expectation. It's like if I know a paedophile is this old man, and he looks like this, I know what it is. So if I see that man in the street, or if I see someone like that. I'm going to protect myself against it. I know now. Yes. Whereas yes. you see Kenny and I'm yeah. like, oh my gosh, there's so, like yeah. you go into any like um, fast food place or you go anywhere. It's, he's just every every kid. Yeah. He's everyone. Yeah. And so as soon as you hit an every man situation, you're like, whoa, 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 I don't like this because you can look at anyone in the street and they could. It's like when... Um, it's paranoia. Yeah. Everyone's undercover out to get me. Well, but if, even like, um, it's a... It's a frailty in us that we have to have like a stereotype or a kind of 
match fit for what we think that person is, like a murderer or a paedophile or this. And look, that picture is that that fits that. This is what a celebrity is. This is what this is. Mm. We have it in everything, like people being thin with women and like have to look a certain way. And it's no different even with the villains of the piece of mm-hmm. life. Yeah. We need villains that fit stereotypes. Yeah. You have it in any movie. Victoria Scalene of White Bear and Kenny of Shotgun Dots don't immediately set off the little alarm in our heads. Whereas Jerome, you're thinking... Yeah, yeah. yeah you've got the, I mean, you've got the like the Game of Thrones, he plays Bronn, and you're like, oh, yeah, he, he'd definitely oh, get see, him a prostitute, thinking, wouldn't he? He yeah. made me think of a bit like um, Hunger Games style, like play the game. Yeah. He's got that kind of vibe of like, yeah. snow or someone. Calculating, yeah. yeah. But actually, it was a much um, lesser crime that he committed... And he seems very genuinely sorry, actually. He wanted to save his relationship with his wife. Um, do you think Kenny and Victoria Skellane could be rehabilitated? Do you th- what's, what's the hope for them? Both of them... Victoria wakes up every day with the hope she's going to live another day, having forgotten what happened the day before in White Bear. And Kenny goes through all of this process with hope. Should he have any now? Well, I mean, yeah, it depends what he's, what he's done and how implicit he is it's um and it, yeah it's just it's, you sort of it's not only as he's done the crime he's going to prison his, his it seems like his mum is she's really harsh on him and doesn't even sort of give him a chance to speak you think she's and, more distraught though because even when she's on the call i'm like if i i think i was doing the same get to the end and that's why i was saying about the double twist because then when it gets to that one i had more mixed feelings because all these cars turn up and everybody and his phone's going and it's all a bit much and then when he answers the phone and his mum is saying, like, they're saying you've done this. I was like, imagine being a mum and they're like, your child has looked at child porn. Yeah, and yeah. I'm like, excuse me, come again? What? And then having to try and find him. And oh, contact. exactly. But she's it's a weird. She's almost. There is no support and understanding in that no, scenario is what I mean. No, but there, no, but there is because you still you get these people that have, have committed horrendous crimes. Mm. And it's still like, that's my son. That's my boy. Yeah. Whereas she's sort of instantly worried about what other people are saying what other people are thinking oh um, see I, I took it more as in that's her initial reaction and a, a gut reaction or initial response would be what the hell is going on here so she's kind of trying to be like this is what because she does say they're saying as in like it's not necessarily that she believes it it's just oh my gosh what the hell is going on here they're saying you've done this um and obviously, he's not helping scenarios by crying yeah. a lot and not really responding. In terms of the hope for him, though, I think while obviously we've said it's our um, favorite episode, one thing I did think at the end of it is I'm a bit like um, Kenny because <laughs> they have all turned up for him, like judge, jury, and executioner. It's kind of a bit of a we know what's going to happen to you now, and whether it's you know what he's done and the level of crime, he's definitely downloaded child porn and we've seen what he's been doing to it so we already know that level of crime and that's pretty bad anyway so however much he's done it or how many pictures or you think about the number or that's pretty bad so even from that sense that's a criminal offense like he's gonna you know get put away for that yeah i think the other great thing about this episode there's a it's a real blink and you'll miss it moment but there's when the ceo's looking at this racist email scandal on a computer there is like tons of these Easter eggs that are just amazing. And you can actually build sort of like a timeline. Um, so you've got um, PM Callow to divorce. 
from National Anthem. Yeah. Um, so it's obviously, that's happened before, because we saw at the end of that, he's still with his wife. Feels public. right, doesn't it? It's um, happened just before. Yeah, you've got Victoria Skelane trial latest, so White Bear comes afterwards. Um, one Smart Cookie, um, so that's sort of what, uh, Why Christmas, the kitchen tech, so that's before. Um, Save Talent Show 15 Million Merits launches next week, so that's after. Um, and then um, there's a Waldo sticker on Kenny's laptop. Um, just lots of these little references that I just really like, and it's more of this, yeah, is it a joint universe um, it's quite interesting in the sense as well when you said about the divorce and things like that it's kind of also it makes me wonder in terms of the resolution you get in terms of other stories too because when you do spot some of these easter eggs and see them in a different episode then you're like actually where you left a character or whatever in an episode is not necessarily where they are when you're now in this other episode mm. you get some kind of link but then that adds a whole other element and how you'd see that episode mm-hmm. it's like seeing the divorce and bits you'd be like okay how am I now looking back at I think, yeah, Black Museum changed a lot of things for me. I was glad to see that White Bear was seen as a crime. Do you have a reference? Only in the first story, when Rollo Haynes has those two mice that he's been, they've been experimented on and they're called Hector. I've been calling him Homer the whole time. <laughs> it's Hector. Hector and Kenny. And it makes you think, well, has this... And sometimes that early episode is a story that's been told, like 15 million merits as a graphic novel in Black Museum as well. So are those real worlds... Or is someone just retelling that Are they story? All fit into each other. Yeah. I think, um, like maybe the whole point with Kenny thinking about how White Bear then gets that kind of—it's not so much resolution; it's more um, latent hope. So you don't have any in the sense with White Bear at the end because of the way you see it play out and losing her memory. But at least you know that now that kind of practice is seen as a crime by the time you've got to Black Museum. And necessarily with Kenny, it might be more contemporary. So. You know, you don't know where that's going to go, but it doesn't let, rule out the fact that you might get some kind of Easter egg or link that then gives you some kind of resolution and hope for him again because you have none at the end. Well, I had none for him. Well, no. you, I mean, you'd hope he could be rehabilitated, exactly. um, and I mean, he could get put in another Justice Park, and they might do awful things to him. <laughs> um, but yeah, like I say it's another one. Is 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 someone inherently a paedophile? I tend to think not. Can and you'd you can sort of I don't know yeah try and re- re- rehabilitate him and help him to learn that's just not right not acceptable. prison will be or very not harsh on him sexual offences exactly certainly yeah. paedophilia which is why I was wondering if he did come back to it yeah what is what is the hope then for Kenny because but, but again we can go with that it's very good casting but how old is he you you don't know you like no. he works there but he could be in a summer job he could yeah. still be he could be seventeen he could be eighteen and then very that changes to. your perspective of it yeah. as well. I think at the time, I can't remember now where we've pinpointed his age, but I think just by references of like his sister and his mum, it is quite young, which is why I was struggling when they were saying about him being a paedophile, because you're just like, wait, how young are these kids that he's now looking at on his computer? At what age do you then go, wait a sec, this is, you know, not cool, this is not okay? What age difference do you need? When do you need that kind of mental ability to decide? Because, like, um, you see kids don't understand or they just hear something and they google something but then when does that transition into this active choice he's made to download it and also like with downloading and like the whole hacking thing like you said he downloads antivirus and that's like why he gets it and there's there's different choice points so we're saying like his sister takes his laptop he wants to see she's to blame for the whole thing i know i actually argued this at the time when 
let's the real crime uh-huh. here is people taking things they should not take but then obviously he's a bit of also he should be found out <laughs> add caveat we were saying like when she takes it he then makes a choice to use antivirus he doesn't check that first error here in the whole process and then the hacking part is another choice to engage with that like it's, it, wor- it's worrying that when you do a search the first antivirus that came up was that was the one that that's obviously been catching this is what I mean. Like, where does that lead in terms of like? So great SEO. Yeah, <laughs> they nailed they, yeah, that. Really... Or they were sponsor post. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> that's God. why you should never click a sponsor. Post. Don't trust the internet, guys. Do if there's any message, but really. yeah, I think it's basically like any of the like things you're saying in terms of like who's complicit, how many choices you make. He made the choice to engage with that whole thing. Like he did also have a choice earlier on to be like, oh, this is. I think. How much, like, who would actually, when someone says to you, like, if you do this little something, I'm going to cover it up, at what point in that escalation would you turn around and go, do you know what? No, it's gone too far now. Because I think when you start getting into the whole gun thing out of the cake, I'm like, okay. It depends on what crime it is. You, he knows he knows the gravity of his crime, yeah. actually. So I think he but does he know what he's doing is wrong. Yeah. He absolutely knows, and he knows he shouldn't have been doing it. Does he deserve everything he gets? I don't know. I don't. I don't think so. I don't think it's the bite. Mm. But there's a double whammy as well. So you hear someone's, you're a paedophile, that, and someone can tell you they did this and that, and that's one thing. But to actually see him there, pleasuring himself to this particular, I presume. Yeah, and then you've seen I presume that. the I video would have the noises, yeah, and, or so, yeah. yeah, I don't know how they do it. Yeah. Or yeah, some sort of sound It'd make in the it background. clear that's what he was reacting yeah, to, yeah. and therefore the crime. Um, is worse kind of thing because it's showing that he does enjoy it that is what he likes that's part of the grubbiness of um as well because when i was watching i was like oh like i don't want to see you doing that anyway and then when you realize like when i there was so many things that suddenly go oh my gosh at the like the beginning with the girl and then that one i was like oh like not only was he masturbating like now you know what he was looking at I was like, now I feel even more I guess dirty. You, you because... have to have that much evidence because it is a kind of second or third hand crime. Yeah. But I guess that's the way they start unpicking these these threads yeah. to find. You have to you make it. Yeah. Thanks to Joanne and Kyle for talking to me about Shut Up and Dance. If you have thoughts on this episode, then please tweet us at, at Black Mirror, that's C with three R's, or you can get me directly on at Sachandrika C. And these Twitter handles will be written on whichever podcast platform you're listening to this from. So if you enjoyed this episode, please do rate, review, subscribe, click all the stars, tell all your friends and uh, help other Black Mirror fans find the podcast. That's all from me this week. Speak to you again soon. Goodbye. Goodbye.